0: Hey there, welcome to another episode of On the Porch with Angie. Uh, this is the beginning of the Halloween special. What? Um, today is Thursday, uh, October 28th. It's about 4.44 in the afternoon. And I'm going to tell you a story. Okay, um, so about, let's see, it looks like, um, 2011. Um, my daughter and her friend were playing in our spare bedroom, which was basically like an office at that point. And, uh, her little friend, they were spent, she was spending the night. My daughter was about 12, I want to say. And, uh, they were, uh, you know playing around like little kids do and and they were making videos and they were doing you know recording songs and singing and dancing and just doing the shit 12 year old girls do and my daughter had just got a like they both had phones like little cell phones so her friend had this little like flip phone you know like an old school little flip phone and um they were recording themselves well we have a little bit of haunting going on in our um in that house, and um, there's a little bit of haunting that follows my kids' mom around a little bit, which I will also um, delve into that a little bit in this episode. But um, I wanted to start off with an EVP that we uh, that we picked up. So the next day, uh, when the girls were listening back to their little recordings and they're watching their little videos and stuff that they were doing, I think my daughter at the time had an iPhone. And the other little girl had like a flip phone. Um, they came to me and said, Hey, you're not involved with this right now, dogs. You're ruining the moment. They came to me and said, Hey, check this out. Listen to... My lord. I don't have time to re-record this. Stop talking." And they said, listen to what we found. So I'm going to play this for you. And this is what they heard when they played back their uh, their video okay so it plays twice so you'll hear the first one it's the same thing but it plays twice you'll hear you'll hear it and then you'll hear me kind of talking to them cuz we went to the bathroom and we like turned out the lights to make it creepy and you know we were real quiet so you'll hear me talking to them and then we play it again and we're list- we're, we're watching the monitor to see the level go up and down on the recording and that's when that, the little girl says it, it went up to the 10, which is like the highest it can go. So listen very, very carefully. Turn everything up. Okay, you ready? Okay. Here we go. okay did you hear that could you hear that was that loud enough uh what the fuck so clearly in a in a man's voice you hear don't touch it um this has been a long-running joke with me and my friends like we'll, we'll just randomly whisper don't touch it um that's fucking creepy that's like chills back of your neck hairs rising kind of shit um, I hope you could hear it good enough. If you know, I'll play this back. If not, I'll will re-record it, but what the fuck? And it sounds like it's right up on the microphone. It's right up on that chick's phone fo- on that little girl's phone. And so we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> there was no other man in the house. My son at the time was like uh ten or eleven and he was in his room. He wasn't and he has a deep voice, but he wasn't there. He claims he was there, but whatever. But what the fuck? fuck was that so i'm gonna play it one more time i'm gonna play it one more time you ready oh my god so that's uh that's fucking scary right that is fucking scary. Um, so yeah, so uh, with Halloween approaching, that's, um, I wanted to get that on here, and then uh, I'll be back with some more interesting Halloween stories. I just wanted to really, um, you know, get that, <laughs> get that out there, and, uh, ooh, yeah, that's some scary shit, man, you know what I'm saying? Okay. All right, so uh, so I'll be back. Thanks. Hey there. Here is another segment of uh, on the porch with Angie in the car version, Halloween version. So um, I thought I might, I don't know, tell some Halloween stories, some true actual hauntings that. Um, I'm aware of that have been in my, um, both immediate family and my, um, my, uh, well, I guess they are whatever my like brother from him. And then a story, a couple stories from, um, my baby mama. So I'll start with this one, which is always, fucking give me the chills a little bit um so my dad's no my brother's grandpa whom he lived with from the time he was very small and he basically took care of grandpa so he took care of grandpa Eubanks and um they lived in a little tiny house in uh in uh, Covington Kentucky and grandpa you know he was, Bobby was the first grandson and grandpa loved him and grandma loved him. And when grandma passed away, it was just, it was just Bobby and grandpa. And he was, you know, a little older or whatever. So grandpa was always there at that house. Um, and that house, when you, the front door, if you walk through the front door, straight through the tiny house, you'd go through the living room and then the kitchen, And then out the back door was, um, on the other side of the, of the yard was my uncle Rick's house. He's not my uncle, but my, my, my brother's best friend and Rick and Bobby, my brother grew up together. So, so Rick would just come in, you know, he'd grab the mail from Bobby's house. He'd drop it off at the kitchen table. He'd walk straight through Bob's house and then go to his house. So, um, my grandpa had passed away And, um, from what I understand, and I could be wrong. This is just like what I've been told and how I recollect shit. I could be way wrong. I could be, the story could be wrong. But from what I understand is grandpa choked on his tobacco. He he chewed tobacco in his later years and he choked on his tobacco and that's how he passed away. He was old. He would have passed away from something, but that's what, that's what my understanding was. Anyway, well, long after he had died years years after he passed away, Rick did what he always did. Went to Bob's house, got the mail, walked into the front door, looked over to his left, saw grandpa sitting on the couch reading the paper. He said, Hey grandpa. And proceeded to pass through, drop the mail off on the kitchen table and go out the back door. He then realized grandpa had been dead for months, maybe even years. I don't know and he looked back, and there was nobody sitting there, so he straight up saw my fucking Grandpa Eubanks sitting on that damn couch reading the paper, and he was not there. He saw the ghost of Grandpa, so I always thought that was just so fucking crazy. I mean, can you imagine that? I would shit. I would shit. I don't, I don't have a whole lot of, like, scary shit that happens to me, like, corner, corner of my eye, sometimes I'll see something, but, I think it, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a ghost or whatever, but, um, there was one time that I, um, was at my house, the same house that, um, our backyard, it was, it was on Floral Drive in Ventura, which is up, up in the, uh, kind of, kind of in the Indian tract where there's like Dakota and Shoshone and all these different, um, uh, Native American, um, tribes' names and stuff, but it's just before that. And there's, um, this granite mountain. So that house that we lived on, our backyard was the granite mountain, which is supposed to have, um, a lot of like spirits and stuff. It's supposed to be like a portal for spirits. If you, if you research it or you look it up, um, that house had a bunch of weird shit that went on. So one time, um, and this is stuff that uh, my kid's mom was telling me. I wish I could get her on an interview to tell these, but I won't see her before Halloween probably. Um, well, maybe tomorrow. A- anyway, if I do, then she could tell the story and I'll re-record. Um, so when she lived there with Stephen, uh, our friend Stephen, they used to hear shit in the middle of the night. And that one thing that they heard was they heard a woman in one of the bedrooms, which was later became my kid's room, um, uh, crying, they would hear her crying and we had this back bedroom that we never used cause it was scary. It was fucking haunted. And in that closet they would hear like, and, and I have heard it too. Um, but not, but only once. And it wasn't very clear. Um, but it's what sounds like someone's packing or like taking things off hangers they're in the closet making some kind of a ruckus, you know, um, and crying. So that's fucking weird. And then, uh, we also heard that, that a man as a man and a woman, a husband and wife. For some reason, the wife's name is Carmen. I don't know how I know that, but, and, uh, he shot her. I don't know if he killed her. I don't know if it was just a domestic dispute, but he shot her at one point. And this was years and years and years ago. And I don't know reference. You know, I'm just telling the stories. I don't know all the details. I don't want to make anything up. But this is what I heard. This is what I remember hearing. Um, so that's weird. So it could be Carmen in there crying. In the, You know what I mean? And then another time, Stephen was at the front door. Amy, my kid's mom, was at the very back of the house. Probably in that fucking scary room. And he heard a woman's voice in his ear say Hello. And she heard a man's voice in her ear say hello. And they both were like, what the fuck? I'm all the way up, you know, I'm all the way back here. I can't hear you. You got to speak up. But they thought they were talking to each other. But they were all the way across in totally separate rooms all the way across the house. And so somebody was talking to each of them at the same time. So That's fucking crazy. Um, Another thing that happened in that house, and this was before I got there. Um, Lily, my daughter, was little and Lucas was little and there was a picture of them, it was like a Polaroid picture. I wanna say it was black and white, but it might have just been real faded, um, of them in the tub being little, you know, being little tinies. Uh like one and two or, or you know, one in a, in six months, I don't know. And um we that picture kept Amy kept finding that picture in the hallway on the floor. And she would pick it up and she would put it back. And then a few hours later, she would find it again on the floor. Almost as if someone was trying to tell her to keep an eye on the kids. And at that time, the baby daddy was doing some sketchy shit. he was, you know, he was using drugs and stuff. And so um, it was like the little ghost that lives in their house, whether it's Carmen or whoever the fuck it is, was trying to tell them. I think that was her name. I'm almost positive. Was trying to tell them, hey pay attention to what's going on here. Um, and then as it turns out, he was not doing a very good job taking care of the kids during the day. And so she ended up taking them to her mom's house later. Um, and then another thing that happened, same house, same sitch, same time, uh, you know, time Um, she had told me Lily was walking down the hallway with her arms, her hands up and kept touching the, the door at the end of the hallway and saying, um, where did he go or where did he go? And she had blood in her mouth. Blood dripping down her face. And Amy was freaking out. And she was looking inside of her mouth for cuts and owies and scratches or something. And there was nothing there. But it was just, she just had a bloody mouth saying, where did he go? Where did he go? And she was a baby. Like a baby baby. So that's fucking creepy, right? Fucking creepy. Um, same house. I When I lived there, um, I had come home and we had a laundry room that the kitchen had a door and on the other side of the door was the laundry room and so we would just kind of throw our clothes in a pile in that laundry room well I had this pair of chonies my underwear and they were blue and they were like super old like I'd had them forever they were like these bikini underwear but I loved them and I wore them all the time and they were like they were a little toe up I'm not gonna lie well one day I came home from work or whatever and the door was closed to the laundry room And my underwear were hanging on the handle. And I was like, well, that's fucking weird. So I, like, took the underwear off the handle, opened the laundry room door, threw the underwear back in the laundry pile, and the next day, not the next day, I think I left to go to the grocery store or something, came back, and it was there again. The same fucking pair of underwear were on the goddamn door handle again. And no one had been in the house. Like, you know, no one had been there. I came home, found it, did that, Left, Went grocery shopping or wherever I went. Came back and it was there again. So that's some fucking weird shit. And we didn't have cats or anything that were playing with it. And like flipped it up. You know, we didn't have a dog at that time. There was no animals in the house. So that house was freaky. And then another thing that happened. um, I was sitting down. Amy was asleep on the couch. And I had kind of just moved in there. She'd been telling me about these haunting bullshit. I kind of didn't believe her, but, you know, I was like, whatever. (laughs) She was on the couch sleeping, and I was sitting on the other couch watching David Letterman. And suddenly, I saw these three circles, and they look like, you know, when you hold a flashlight up to a wall, and it just makes a circle of light, like a small circle of light. It was three small circles of light and they were one was very bright, one was very dim, and one was just like medium. And they were on they were showing up on the opposite wall next to the TV. And it was like somebody was outside shining a flashlight through the curtains, but we didn't have curtains. We had we had curtains, but we also had these bamboo Slats that were very heavy, very thick. You couldn't see through them. You couldn't see light through them either. And so my first instinct was that it was a fucking murderer trying to like look through and then see who's in there so they could come in and fucking murder me. And so I'm like, I'm like, Amy, babe, babe, Amy, hey, Amy. I'm trying to get her attention. (laughs) She's not waking up. I'm freaking out. These little circles are just like, hovering and I could see them perfectly clear. And I'm like, Hey, Hey, there's something fucking shining a flashlight on the wall. I'm fucking scared. Wake up. And she's like, Oh, it's probably the ghost like in the middle of her sleep. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Go back. To, go, back to, go back to sleep. It's fine. Well, I, that's fucking freaked the shit out of me. And I stood up and I like went to walk towards it and it went away. Well, tell me that's not something crazy. Right? I wasn't hallucinating. I wasn't on drugs. Well, going really fast, right? Um, it was just a fucking... A cuckoo. Weird thing. Right? So then, another thing... This is... Ooh. Is this... Is this... Are these good stories? Some of you guys have probably already heard these stories, maybe, but... So, I mean... It's Halloween, right? So it's appropriate to tell these creepy stories. Um... So another thing that happened in that house is uh Amy used to see orbs, green orbs. And she said one time she was laying in her bed and now let me pre- let me preface this with both Amy and Lily are they they are they're very susceptible to like I don't know if it's spirits or Energy or what it is, but they often have these stories where they, they see shadows and they have, and maybe they need to be saved. Maybe their soul is bad. I don't know. Well, I know their soul's not bad. That's a terrible thing to say. Um, but for whatever reason, they are susceptible to having this shit go on. Um, Amy used to sh- see shit in our old house all the time. Not Not the old house with the granite. But the other house, she would see, like, um, shadows. When she was a little girl, there was, like, a shadow that would hover above in the corner of her room. Um, Lily has seen some shadows and seen some shit. Um, So I don't know. Uh, My son, I think, has probably seen some stuff. But now they're older, so, you know, they don't see as much or, or, you know, uh, there's not as much of that stuff that they're aware of. Um, So... So I'll premise it with, preface it with that that they're they're kind of susceptible to this kind of energy. So <laughs> Amy w- Amy had told me that she was laying in her bed, and in our old house, um, like facing like when you're sitting in the bed and you look forward, there's the bathroom right there, the master bathroom. So she said she ha- she was dreaming, and in her dream, the cops were coming. Um, the cops came there a couple times um, For various things And so she could see the flashing lights And she thought that the, the cop lights Were coming up to the door And when she opened her eyes There wasn't cop lights It was this Green ball She said it was like right in front of her face And she she sat up And the ball like Just it was an orb You know you've heard of those right the ball just, like, slowly moved down and then shot into the bathroom and went and was in there and didn't come out. And she said she was fucking scared to death. And, well, I mean, I don't know, maybe she wasn't scared to death, but she was fucking scared. And she knew, and it was just a green orb. It was some kind of little ghost or spirit or energy. And it woke her up by just staring at her face, you know. And... I don't know, that's some crazy-ass shit, if you ask me. (coughs) So, the way we got this house was, um... She was already living there when when I moved in. She'd already been there for, I don't know how long. And, um, her neighbor... (coughs) Our neighbors now... Their dad was very psychic. Very much, um you know, was very in tune with energies and things like that. (coughs) Excuse me. I have to I have the coughs right now. Um, so I guess the reason, the, the reason she got that house was because Deirdre, our neighbor's sister lived there and, and she moved. And when she moved, she had mentioned to, um, Suzanne, Amy's mom, that the place was going to be up for rent. And so Amy jumped on that shit and got, and got that house. It was a really cute little house. It was only $1,000 a month, which is very cheap in Ventura for a three-bedroom, two-bath, garage, um, backyard. It was nice. <coughs> anyway, the, the dad, the one that can feel energy and stuff, said he walked in that house and he said, Holy moly, there are a ton of people in here. Like they're having a freaking party, like a ghost party kind of thing. Cause he just sensed and he could feel all the energy. Huh? <coughs> and I guess, like, hear all the chatter of the people in there. I'm sorry that I'm coughing, this is terrible. Um, but isn't that crazy? Like, oh my god. So, those are pretty cool, like, real life, like, true stories to shit. Um, Another really creepy thing is my 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 uh brother's friend Rick um uh. <coughs> Oh good lord I can't stop coughing um his parents um his parents used to fight and they were like alcoholics or whatever um, And they both passed away mm-hmm. <coughs> like I'm about to do if I don't stop coughing Jesus Christ they both passed away and I want to say it was murder-suicide but I don't think it was murder-suicide I think the mom or the dad one of them had cancer and died and then the other one committed suicide afterwards because they were distraught but they used to fight a lot they had like I don't know four kids or something and they lived in this house the house that was behind my brother's house and when they passed away, the kids kept the house. And they pretty much kept everything the same. And the bedroom that the parents shared, nobody ever went in there. They didn't touch it. They left it exactly the same. It was very old school with like, uh, like velvet curtains and velvet bedspread and probably velvet wallpaper. I don't know. It was very old timey, you know, from like the 50s, maybe even the 40s. I don't know. Well, long after the mom and dad had passed away, uh, Rick had told me that they used to hear them in the middle of the night fighting. They would hear them in their bedroom with the door closed. No one was in there and they could hear them fighting in the middle of the night, years after they both went on to the other side. I mean, seriously, that would fuck me up. I think I would probably move. I I don't know. Maybe it would be comforting, you know? But, so that's another true story that I heard. Ooh. And I'm driving right now, and it's very foggy. It's about midnight. It's actually 12 like 12.08 or something. So, until my next segment, just sit sit with that for a little minute. Just sit with that and think about that. And don't touch it. Hi there. Uh, Welcome back. I am going to tell the story. And then uh, we'll wrap this up. This story is—I um, was trying to get Amy to tell it, but she didn't get it to me in time, so I'm telling it for her. Years um, ago, <laughs> let me let me preface this story with uh, a little background. So, my kid's dad um, is—he likes to party. Let's just put it that way. So, um, his, uh, years ago when he and Amy were teenagers, um, he had been partying and doing a lot of drugs. Um, Amy was not on drugs at this particular time. Um, she's, she's a pretty good girl, so she didn't do a lot of drugs. Um, Anyway, he uh had been up for a while. Days, I'm guessing. And he finally went to sleep at their friend's house. He was asleep on the couch. And um now before I, <laughs> before I tell anymore, um my kid's dad has been through it. He's he's got some issues. Um I don't wanna get too much into it or too specific, but He's just, you know, he's, he's a weird guy. Um, he may have some chemical imbalance going on there. Um, I mean, I like him. We, we got along. That's another podcast or the family dynamic there. But um, I've known him for as long as I've known Amy and the kids. But Amy has known him um, since she was in school. So they went to school together. That's how they met. They kinda dated off and on. Um, they had a couple kids, um, and that's and that's it. But he's he's known to just kinda go crazy sometimes. I would even venture to call him maybe psychotic at points. Um yeah, so he is somebody who, you know, did a lot of drugs and probably possibly needs to be medicated at this point in his life. Um, whatnot. So this happened a while ago. And um, he finally went to sleep after days of of staying up. And uh, while he was sleeping, Amy said that this, (laughs) it was like a little man sat up out of his body. Okay, I know this sounds crazy, but I believe her. I believe her. I don't think she would lie. (laughs) But she said he would look like a leprechaun. He was a little man. He wasn't green. And she said he wasn't a spirit. He wasn't, you couldn't see through him. He was a real, like he was a solid person. But he sat up out of baby daddy's body and jumped off the couch and scurried behind this giant entertainment center where the TV was. And she said he looked back at her. And she was like, who the fuck are you? And then he kind of tucked his head down and she said he was kind of squatting, but he was little, like four foot, far, like not four foot tall. I think she something like two feet tall. Like he was a little, not a midget or I mean, not a little person, but like a little creature thing. She said he had a top hat on and a cape. Now, is that possession? Does that mean baby daddy was possessed? She said it was the creepiest and the scariest and the fucking weirdest fucking thing she's ever seen in her life. And then she never saw the little man again. And Sean continu- or baby daddy continued to sleep. And that's it. That's the scary story. It, I mean, can you imagine? I don't know where to take it from there. I don't know what else to say from there. But a little creature, she said he looked just like a leprechaun. He was like this little face and this top hat and like a cape. And he hopped up out of his body, jumped down, and scurried behind the entertainment center. Is that a ghost? I mean, what is that? Right? And, and, and baby daddy was none the wiser. He didn't say anything when he woke up. He, she was just like, what the fuck did I just see? And she was not on drugs, she was not hallucinating She just said it was the creepiest, weirdest fucking thing ever And, I mean, I don't know <laughs> I don't know what to say So that happened And, um, yeah and, and along with the orbs and all of those things And she said they were at their friend's house Who is also a little bit crazy Um, so I don't know if the, if the house was possessed if baby daddy's possessed, which I mean, it makes sense if he is, because he is very, very odd duck. Um, so yeah, so that's so happy Halloween, everybody. Um, keep your eyes on your, on your family. Um, don't do anything crazy, and uh, yeah, so that's some spooks, some spooks for you. And you know, based on the fact that it, today is Halloween and it's like 12:30 in the afternoon. Uh, probably no one's going to listen to this before the end of Halloween today, but at least I got it. I got it out there. I'm going to publish it as soon as I, as soon as I stop. But, um, yeah, so that's some scary stuff. Like I, I, the one thing that's happened to me, I, I said earlier that not a lot of shit has happened to me, but one time I was on the corner of, um, I was in LA. I was, I was in LA, um, right there. I was about to cross the street Um, to go to a restaurant. Uh, I think it was Wolfgang Puck's restaurant. So I don't know if you know that part of L.A. It's like Sunset area. And very clear, clear as day in my ear, someone said my name. And they said, Angie. They whispered my name. And I turned... no No one was there. I mean, there were people on the street, but no one was close enough to my ear hole to say my name. And I heard it very, very clear. So that that was kind of creepy too but um all right well have a happy safe halloween thanks for listening i hope these stories were cool and scared you a little bit or freaked you out or made you think um and hopefully tonight while i'm asleep no little critters come hopping out of my body that would not be fun for me so uh so there it is thank you everybody i love you bye